Hello and welcome to the Green Sunrise Podcast. If you're looking for a fun, upbeat place to hang out, well, you pick the right place. So pull up a chair, relax, and listen. Maybe meet some new people. You might even learn a thing or two about life. But watch out, or you just might get hit with some vegan sticks. And now, the host of the Green Sunrise Podcast, here is Paul Charlie Boy Quinn. Paul, Bob, how are you? All right, mate. All right. How are you doing, mate? How can I help? Bob, it's time to do. It's time to do another podcast, my good friend. Yeah, I'm up for that, my friend. So we have got. Uh, there's. There are. There are two podcasts running at this precise moment in time. Now I've got a wee surprise for you, Bob. Go on then. Right. So. It's not even my birthday. It's not, mate. It's not, well, your birthday. Your birthday's just been, isn't it, Bob? Bob, what age are you? You want to know, really, mate? What, what age are you, really? Mate, last time was the bingo. You know what it says? 5-0. Just after 49. Mate, that's no bad. So mate, I'll tell you one thing, but... Sorry for jumping in. See my 40s, mate. See when you turned 40, they call it the fabulous 40. I had 10 years, mate. I reckon you're a nightmare. The last five years, it was a mental health nightmare, mate. It's probably the worst I've been dealing with my, myself. Hospital, psychiatric wards, medicine changing. Me, I, have, I was never so glad. Honestly, it sounds crazy to turn 50 because in my head, I think I spoke to you and other guys like this, like, like ourselves about this. Never so glad to get rid of that in my life, mate. So what I'm trying to do, Paul, I know I might be going on here for you, but what I'm trying to do here, mate, is I don't want to be a then. I want to be now because I'm living now daily. Do you know? Do you know? Does that make any sense, Paul? Yep. That, that's 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 the way I'm trying to do it. Don't be wrong, mate. Um, <clears throat> bluntly honest, you know that uh, the challenges are still there. Medicine's been changed again, but I need to go with that. Don't you never ever see no to help me, whether it's. But we did picking up the phone and talking to each other because I'll tell you now, mate, today I think I've been on 61 different kinds of medication and it takes that. No, I'm on six daily, right? It takes the medicine. That's only 15% of ourselves, mate. Do you know what I mean? You've got to try your best to, to pick your hands up, to see you need help for the services that's willing to help you. The biggest thing and the best medicine you'll ever get, mate, is doing this, is talking to people. Because I'll tell you one thing, mate, see, daily, you depot times I've got you, I've got all my mates that love me to bits. There's times you don't feel that in your life. You don't feel love, mate, it's an emotion that doesn't come into your body. And I'm a big hugger, mate, do you know what I mean? We all do that, mate, there's nothing nicer at times when you're feeling absolute crap, mate, you need a hug for somebody. But when you've got good friends like yourselves and all the other guys you know and people that's empathetic understanding you need that pal my my biggest thing i found was <clears throat> people having to talk about this man don't don't stay in a darkness man that dark abyss that i lived in you need to pick a phone up you need to tell a friend it doesn't matter about how shit you feel don't don't ever anybody that's listening to this please don't ever think if you open your mouth and say i don't feel well that anybody's ever going to judge you because with God's grace I hope them or their families or anybody that never has to deal with this herself but that's the key the first thing and hardest thing you'll ever do is say it and admit it that you don't feel well and you need help you know what I mean Paul? Aye uh, oh, Bob absolutely man uh, absolutely uh, speaking to people all the time and as, as me and you know uh, sometimes we are the we we're the, we can start a conversation from absolutely nothing, mm. and people people sometimes they either run away from that or they they join that and they they retort back and they give you something back which is which is either just crap or it's just it can be something so beneficial and it doesn't matter if it's crap or beneficial as in it gives you pointers in life it's just getting it out. And trying oh, to just 
getting out is, is, is enough. I mean, a couple of things when we were out and about, mate. Uh, for anybody listening, Paul and I probably can do the walk-up partake by his road. Um, it can be Victoria Park. Um, it can be in the Botanic Gardens. We've done this in a public place. Cafes, everything. I mean, we sat in a cafe one time or sitting talking. Um, this is what you're doing. And I've got the mad badge on, big bold mental health. Standing there like a shiny bottle, shiny milk bottle to a magpie. But I have no shame in that. I've, there's no shame in saying that you're, you're, you're dealing with mental health. It turns out that Lassie's sitting behind the, the, the counter, remember? Yep. She was suffering from mental health. And, yep. and she, actually, she actually just opened right up to us. I mean, that's Lassie on a daily basis, feels it. Running out of the counter, jumping in front of a bus. That's a horrible place to be, mate. Yeah. Horrible, but we caught up there again a couple of weeks ago and spoke with her. She's how, and I said something, she's how do you, how do you know I'm, I'm, I'm mad mental? I mean, we laughed about that, and I can take, take, take the piss out of mental health, mate, because I'm dealing with it. Yeah. It's like life, mate. If you can't laugh at yourself first, please don't laugh at others. But I've never found one person, Paul. Uh, listeners, it's listening. It's, I've never felt one found one person that laughs to anybody about their mental health. Do, no. do you know what I mean, mate? It doesn't work that way. No. I think the, the, the key and the secret, mate, is just talking about it. Because I'll tell you one thing, see, once you start speaking about it, it's like taking a massive weight off your back. Mind the, mind the kind of thing I see, it's like, imagine the huge big rucksacks you get, mate, for going the old tour in Europe, man, isn't it? The big 120 litre ones. Fill yep. that, I've seen it for, fill that full of two pound bags of sugar. That weighs you down, but it drags you down. Do you know what I mean? You can't walk fast, there's no motivation, it tires you. That's what mental health does to you on a daily basis, mate. Because no matter how much I want to feel to get better, how much I want to motivate myself to get up the dress and go out the door, how much I want to make the effort to speak to somebody, it drags you down, mate, because I'm carrying that massive burden. But see, every time you speak about this, mate, you've heard me saying this, I mean, it's, I, I try to speak about mental health like a visual way to somebody. Everybody can see this backpack and feel the weight of that, you know? And if you're suffering from any kind of mental health at all, any worries, any burdens, think there's no way out here. See, once you talk to somebody, honestly, really go up, speak to somebody, or even just sit and listen to somebody, gobshine like me about mental health. No. See when somebody listens to that one word, I thinks, oh my God, isn't he just me? It's somebody else, and then here's how they've progressed. When they speak about it, mate, that's like lifting a two-pound bag of sugar out that bag, mate. You see the more you speak about it, the more the weight comes out. Then you start to feel a wee bit lighter. You're standing upright. It isn't as hard to get about. It isn't as hard to motivate yourself. No, I'm no kidding, mate, and I'm being honest here. I'm not walking about with an empty rucksack, mate. Do you know what I mean? I've still got a couple of bags of the sugar in me, but I'll tell you one thing, mate. I've managed to do this. I've managed to do this myself, but I've also 100% had to do this with other people that's an understanding. Nobody knows mental health any better than somebody else that's suffering mental health. Yep. And, it's a, and that, that's no, that's no dissing the service here, dissing the, <clears throat> the GPs, consultant psychologists, or any, any healthcare workers, UBT and that. It's just that you do understand when when somebody is suffering from mental health, no matter what. I mean, I could be symptomatic, different for somebody else. I've got a condition, I've got a diagnosis, I think, called EUPD, Paul. There's BPD, borderline personality disorder, and this is emotionally unstable personality disorder. I've had this all my life, and I get pointed out to me two years ago. My emotions jump up and down, mate, honestly, like a heart monitor. Do you know what I mean? One, th one time, good, and then, boom, next minute, he goes down, and you just switch off. Yep. You just completely disengage. But I found out that I end up getting that deep into myself, mate. That it's, it's burying yourself in a rabbit hole. And the only way I get out of that is you end up getting a text for you, mother muckers, somebody, because we daily check in on each other. Yep. See, knowing that somebody else, mate, is there, that when you're quiet, they say, hold on, now, that's not like Bob, man. Right, we'll check in each other. How you doing, big man? Sometimes I ignore that text, and that's that's... That's no nothing to do with individually. I mean, that's just that you don't. You're trying to hide from the world again. Yeah. And, and that I've been in there hiding from the world, mate. It's a horrible place, pal. Yeah. A horrible place, mate. Just as you said that, Bob, it was like yeah. So yesterday, now I know you quite well now uh, from from the conversations that we've had, right? And, and the people that we have helped uh, ourselves, right? So mm -hmm. yesterday, I was coming up the road and 
I think I sent you a message or I tried to phone you, right? And and you never answered, right? And I thought, right, no, usually I'd put that. Uh, oh, why, why is he why is he not picking up the phone? But I know with you, I'm confident enough to think that no, look, Bob's got this. Bob's strong enough for this. But just just phoning you, right? Just to give you that we that we reminder. Look, I'm here if you need me. And I'm also like I also know that you can deal with stuff yourself. How many people do you think uh, just don't even pick up the phone to f- try it because they're just they're just they're either scared to because they don't have enough information or they're just they just don't want to because they've not got the energy. Paul, do you, do you know what it is, mate? <clears throat> you you want to do it, but when you've got issues with your mental health, mate, you can fight and fight and fight it and want to do it. Remember, your brains want to win, mate. It's like, it's like God the devil isn't it mate do you know what I mean all the goodness comes to God and he'll do the right thing for your time but the devils just want to sit there and mess with you all the time mate do you know what I mean it's just everybody's done this Paul at one point in their life mate the safest place I ever was and ever can be is my continental quilt because nothing can get you in there mate the bad man the boogeyman the, the worries you've got all that stuff you can't get it it's your safe place the phone rings mate the text and you look at it and you you just think, ah, I'm interested in that. Some people think, shit, I should have answered that. And then they start worrying about it. Do you know what I mean? It's what's trying to pick the phone up. You pick, everybody walks about with one in their pocket and their hands constantly. Do you know what I mean? What's yeah. trying to just pick that up? Just for a fret. And, and the thing is, mate, that's a friend phone me. All right, Bob, how you doing, big man? I've not heard you. I tried to contact you. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes, Paul, when somebody phones you or texts you, mate, I mean, I've, I've got this, we've got this, your mates. My big mate says to me, Bob, she just known, mate, that somebody checks in and you get the place, say, how you doing, big man? Or sends you a text. Yep. He said to me, and he writes a man's man, he says to me, that means a world to me, mate, that actually somebody thinks about me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, mate? Yep. Something as simple as that. A guy the same age as me, a good close friend of mine, do you know what I mean? Yep. A man's man, he's confined it in me and, and five other guys that he calls really close friends that we met through a we threw a charity we, we, we all went to, do you know what yep. I mean? Yeah. Like-minded, like-minded guys, but we're actually standing in our own feet now. And what we got for that place was ourselves. Yep. You know what I mean? A, yep. a whole crowd of guys with their heads all wasted, that walked into a safe environment, do you know what I mean? And got yep. to know each other. You eventually get to know each other's personality and you get to know each other's story if and when they choose to speak about it. But it's only through having trust and knowing that the person you're speaking to can identify completely with what you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? And just having you texting me, do you know what I mean? Even if it's just a phone call just to say, mate, this is happening, that's happening, blah, blah, blah. It's a nice thing, mate, because I could be having a shit day and it's good, nice, it's nice to just hear that that friendly voice, you know what I mean? The voice that you know, mate, the voice that, I mean, I've been there for you, you've been there for me, mate. Yeah, that, there isn't a... I mean, we live in a society Mate, it's been getting the stage the last couple of years there. Stuff you jack, I'm alright. Do you know what I mean? And yep. it's no it's no the way it should be, mate. I mean, friends are friends, family's family. Get rid of that gripe, man. Get rid of that I'm no phone the name. How can you help me? Do you know what I mean? Because maybe they only tell one day, Paul. Yeah. And maybe through talking to you and maybe through talking to me that they'll have the courage to actually say, Do you know? I know somebody else. It's no feeling too good, you know what I mean? It puts yeah. a light bulb on, but it only works with speaking, mate. It yeah. only works with speaking about it. And I'll tell you one thing, anybody that is suffering from it, the hardest thing to do is say it. See, 18 years ago, mate, I had to go, I was talking to my ex-wife and I had to go, who's a, who's a, a, a psychiatrist or a clinical therapist? She spoke to me and she said, I think you need to go and see a doctor. I walked up to a family doctor and that I've been seen since I was a wee kid. Do you know what I mean? And they mm. said, it's wrong. I says, I don't know. I just folded me. I said, what do you mean? I said, I don't know what's wrong, doctor. I just feel constantly empty. And he and you could see in his face that he changed what, the way he was thinking. He asked me a few questions. He says, can I ask you to fill in this wee thing? Everybody has to do it, Paul. So one to ten. How do you feel on a daily basis? A, B or C. Good, bad or very bad, do you know what I mean? And it got to the tenth one, mate. Get the answer of him because it was honest on it. And I got to the tenth one. Do you know what it says, mate? Is there any time that you feel suicidal and you want to take your life? See, when I read that, mate, that bit, honestly, mate, 
me out of people stuck for words. It was like getting a hurt in the face, mate, with a spade. Because I did feel that way, Paul. I did wow. feel that way. And you know me, I've you yeah. know in, in, in the time the time you've spent in the hospital I've been open about this. Yeah. Uh, once I once I tried once the last time I had the strength to, to pull it back and ask for help quick to get me in a safe place and I ended up back in the hospital last June. But that's five times previous to that, mate. I've had overdose, tried to hang myself, smashed a van at 150 mile an hour into a concrete pillar and shot the motorway down. Just it comes on you in an instant, mate, because you just think, ah, oh, fuck it, man. Sorry for swearing, you just think, ah, oh, no, fuck it. No, tell me. Uh, no, I, I, drive, I drive by, I drive through the motorway every day and I, and I see the part, I see exactly the bit you, you tried. I and, mate, I fucking, I just, it's just, it's just so surreal. It's a reality you, check, isn't it, Paul? Nah, it's, a, it's a reality check, but it's just so surreal because I was like, ah, what? So it's like, you, you, this is so it's five times you've tried to commit suicide, right? What, 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 what brought you to? What brings you to the point? Do you do you, you know? know? Or is it just? Is no. it just you know what it was, Paul? There's everything that happens in your life. Marry split, never seen the kids, right? And the first time I took a massive overdose, your night medication. Thirteen years later, I woke up and I, I covered him. Fell back asleep. Eleven years after that, I was I was sleeping in a bed and I and they got the old royal rush for what the psychiatric ward. I took how much stuff me I couldn't remember. We just not make it could kill me. I just you just think to the stage me that it's never out here, mate. It's like walking down a a, a corridor and it's getting narrow and narrow and narrower and, and it's going down the hill, mate. And every time you step down it, a step disappears. You can't get back up it. But I'll tell you one thing, mate. There is a way out it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, there is a way to, I mean, people make licenses five times you've tried this. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a fucking horrible place to be, pal. Because you just think there is nothing there to help you. But I've found out, mate, and each time that's happened to you, Paul, it must sound um, contradictory to people, anybody that's listening, but please, it's not. Anytime I've spent in that hospital in that psychiatric ward, it's been a humbling experience, mate. Because I've seen other people in a, with a full array of mental health. Do you know there's actually people that's been in there for four years, mate? Four years. Wow. And, and it'll never help them, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's a horrible thing. I've been in there, mate, and met people in there. That I've actually looked at and went to myself, I'm doing all right. You're doing all right, bro. Get, get, get. And you're sitting talking to them, mate. And that's your therapy. Because yeah. you're, you're knee deep, mate. My dad asked my mum and dad at eight years of age, God. God bless you to him. I said to my mum, Mum, how did that affect you the first time you heard that? Do you know what she done, mate? She ran up the stairs, mate. It was 48, Paul. She ran up the stairs to a plastic poles I don't even know exists in a cupboard up the shelf. And she lifted it down. See the outfit that she brought me out of the hospital with? Yeah. 50, 48 years ago, mate. Yeah. She sees the smell was still off it, mate. And she held on to it because she just wanted to hold on to a wee tiny baby boy. Do you know yeah. what I mean, mate? Yeah, I'm sitting here upset here, mate, but I'm no, I'm no caring because it's reality, mate. Um, how did it's the aftermath of how other people feel, mate? But yep. you're not thinking about other people at the time, Paul. No, but I do, I do now, mate, because what I've found, mate, through my recovery and managing, managing this daily, that other people have took inventory of their life. It's like a funeral, isn't it? Yeah, you go to a funeral, you think life's too short, don't you? And you think about it. See about three, see about a week after it, mate, to three weeks after it. It's fucking back into your life routine again. Yep. It's too quick, mate. I've done it and it happens too quick and it can be over, just over. But you, you think you don't matter, mate. Anybody that's listening, you think you don't matter to anybody. You've no idea how much you mean to people. I don't realise that. I mean, I don't, you know, in special life, I don't think I've done it in special life. I've been here, done there, travelled. As a job, I made it. I know I made the difference. And yeah. uh, if I wasn't here, the impact now that I'm having people, mate, do you know what I mean? Is yeah. you see that you have made a difference to somebody. Because you know the difference I've made, Paul? I've spoke to somebody. I know I have. I've spoke to somebody that was ready to take their life. I've spoke to a man, mate, that was ready to put a knife in a guy's throat in a secure place he was staying a rehabilitation place because the bastard raped him when he was a child. Do you understand? Yeah. 
and I'm sorry, listeners, but this is the truth. This guy was going to stick a knife in this guy's throat on a Friday night shift. And I says, you can't, mate, because that makes you worse than him. I bumped into him about a month ago, mate, and the big guy had a massive smile on his face. Shouts on him and he runs out. The guy's towering above us and threw his arms around about us. Do you know what he says to me, my ear, Paul? Bob, thanks very much, big man. I don't think if it, if it wasn't for you talk to me and take the time to speak to me, I reckon I wouldn't be alive with you in your life sense. Mate, honestly, it wasn't like gratitude I felt or anything at all, mate. It's just you think, wow, fucking two minutes of your time, mate, five minutes of your time, did you know how somebody feels? You know that dark place they be in the can of get out of it. This is the same place about suicide, mate. You think there's no way out, but there was a way out for that big man. And he's here the day making a difference. He's, he's good lady back, he's wee bairns. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's what the, that's what happens, mate, when you've got the strength. Do you know what I mean, Paul? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, look, you, you just get caught off there, right? You just get caught off there because uh, somebody phoned me. So, right. uh, and don't worry about it. It'll just, so... It, it was right at the point where you told me about uh, you bumped into a guy that had been uh, something, something had happened. Was, can you just go over that again? I do, do apologise. Well, I, mean, I, bump, I bumped into a guy, right, mate? This guy was ready to put a blade into a guy's throat. Right. He stayed in a, like, a rehabilitation unit, rehab yep. unit. Yep. 14 weeks in there and I, I met him because I met him at a charity I was, I was volunteering in. Yep. and he came up and he talked to me and the big man I could see in his face something was wrong mate and right. I see what's wrong and he managed to speak to me and they trust issues with anybody mate especially men and I says to him big and you need to speak to me and I see there's something wrong yep. it took time it took time mate to get to speak to this guy spoke to him about myself to break a barrier down that's, that's when he knew he could talk to somebody because he knew somebody else was in pain. Do you know what I mean? And I yep. said, man, you need to speak about this. If you don't speak about this, this will consume the life of you. There's a guy, mate, that was doing the night shift as a worker in this place. Do you know right. what I mean? A mentor. This certain person had fucking raped this guy as a child, mate. As a child. And he's managed to slip through the fucking net and supposedly he's changed his ways. He's working in a vulnerable environment. This young guy was terrified me. I'm saying young, he was 36, mate. Yeah. Six foot four. Yeah. And he says, Bob, see if I see that guy on Friday night, mate. He says, I'll put a blade in his neck. Wow. That bastard done that to me. He's wasted my life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, mate? He's 28 years I've lived with this. And I says, mate, you can't do that. If you do that, you're worse than him. Yeah. But I bumped into him, mate. We managed to get this guy phoned the supervisors, the supervisor phoned the manager, this guy was too calf in his inquiry pinned it. There was no knife putting in anybody's throat and I bumped into that big guy, mate. He smiled and he ran his arms around about me, mate. You know what he says me here, Paul? Big man, thanks. I don't know if I would be here the day I'd done a 10 year, 15 year life sense if you never spoke to me that day. Wow. That that's no like Paul, that's no I don't feel gratitude through that then yeah. at all. I don't want an invisible medal. I, I was there. I was there the other day. Obviously, when you, you mind were that, mate? I, I do remember. I do remember getting t- taken away. And we know. We know the situation behind that. But Aye. obviously, we can't name the the charity. But no, no. Look, the, the thing is, that I, yeah. But if if you, Bob, if you hadn't spoke out and you hadn't went through the process of actually listening to the guy, Aye. maybe nothing would have happened. And that's what I'm saying. This is about speaking out and, and talking. Of course, it is, mate. If you don't do that, and you think, but look, I'm going to go on about, uh, and it's not today. It's not to dilute that matter. But what I want to talk to you about today is uh, the fact that it's Mental Health Awareness Week. I don't yep. know why they call it a week. Uh, I seen this morning uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. Look, for me, it's, it's Mental Health Awareness. Uh, full stop. Uh, it's, like full, it's like the full year, right? Every day, Paul. Because we're, we're, we're entering new times, Bob, as, as you know, we're entering new times. And where, whether we could go into get in this conspiracy theory of that or, or why it's like that, we could, I mean, we could spend all day in that, right, doesn't it? And we know we could, we could probably spend an eternity on that, right? Yeah. But look, I'm going to just hit ha- ha- a few things. There's, there's one thing that I want you to do for me, right? And it's, 
and I don't even need to script it with you because it, it'll just come off your heart. I've got, a, I've got. Well, a I'm not, I'm not Jake McLeod off from radio, right? No, no, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I mean, you do have a face. You do have a face for radio. Oh, yeah, 110%. And, and you've got a voice for a video. So, look, I've got, oh. I've got my mate. I've got oh. my mate, right? You see, I've got a face for radio. I'm the only person that can get my ticket back in the Alton Towers ghost train, honestly. <laughs> but look, we, we don't want to scare people away. I want no. you, I want you, I want you to be to get you no. right. Now, I've got... Me and you, it, it, it could be anybody, right? But I've just, I want you to make this personal, make us a personal message for a, for a good a good mate. I mean, that I've not spoken in years, but I know he's going through turmoil at this moment mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't need to t- say too much, but what I can say is he went missing for four days. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was eventually found. And if you can just say to him, I don't even need to say, but say his name, but I will tell him that it was for him. His name starts with B, right? And it ends and it ends in O. So I don't ask as far as we'll go. I want you to give him a message on why he should hold on. And look, drink and drugs may be an issue, right? But tell him what he has to do, what, why he is worthy, why he is needed. Do you know, do you know, Paul? Um... To your big mucky here, I'm speaking to you direct because this message is going to come to you, Paul. Um, I get caught up for a few years, mate, numbing myself with substances as well, mate. When I was the one guy that never done it. Uh, do you know what's like, mate? I was like a bad gambler, Paul. I never won in that situation, mate. Do you know what I mean? I don't I, You wouldn't. The, the, the taking alcohol, substances, reacting out in certain behaviours and doing something is actually trying to numb how you feel but you really need to put all that aside strip yourself straight back to the bone and actually see what is it i'm hiding because everything starts for your seed do you know what i mean it's you need bonus yourself but you need to put your two horns up mate and say help me see like lying there mate on a pavement or a road just put your horns up say please help me what did you do when you were away mate do you know what I mean? Everybody put their horn up to grab their mommy's horn, didn't they? You need to ask for help, pal, because I'll tell you one thing, you, you think you're not worthy and you think this is just going to get worse, going to get worse. What you're taking the news is making you feel worse. How you're feeling is making you feel worse. I done it all, pal. I lied, I betrayed. Do you know what I done, but I lied, I lied to me and I betrayed to me. I broke all my moral codes. I need the help. And I still need to help Paul on a daily basis. That stuff's no part of my life. It's, you see, it's, it's at the bottom of my list. It's not even on a list. Because that was like a hurricane and a tornado to me. You can't think clear, mate, when your head's... His head, your head down now, mate, is in a blender. And that's how it feels. Switch the fucking thing off, pal. Pull it, plug it. Switch the thing off, mate. Ask for help, mate, because there's people like Paul there. Paul, listen to the guy. There's me, I don't know you mate, but I'll gladly come along and spend as much time as I need to. Forget about me and I'll deal with you mate. Just to get you a place that you've got enough courage and enough strength to take that first step, to open my door, to pick a phone up, to talk to a GP. Spend time with us mate, talk to us today, I find you've got enough fucking litter out mate, greet a reservoir man. Every time you greet while I say that the pain and the tears goes out with that, how many pain, how many tears have you put back in? Impossible. Every time you speak about it, or greet about it, the pain goes and you lighten the load. Pick your phone up, mate. Speak to somebody no matter who it is. They might not understand, Paul, but it's ten of the time with them, do you know what I mean? You mean you do matter, mate. Everybody matters in life, man. Life is shite. Honestly, it is shite. We're living in a shite time. Do you know what I mean? But you're more important. The new mate, you're the most important man in that room. The most part of the car, the most part of the person in the bedroom, no matter where you are. It's the only way it works. There is people there to help you, pal. And you think you're despairing, but you're no, mate. You're no. You're more important than that, pal. Because see, six months from now, you're going to sit back and look at that. Because you'll be sitting doing exactly what me and Paul's doing. But I need somebody to talk to. Maybe this afternoon, the night, the morning. I don't know how my life's going to turn. But I know I've got people at our end of the phone that helps me. That really helps me. So, come on, big man. Big boy pants on. Do you know what I mean? Leave the pushy boxer shorts on that you've been sitting with for the last five days. Get the big boy pants on, mate. This works. It only works 
through speaking about it, picking the phone up, saying to somebody, I'm in bits now, I don't know what's happening, can you please help me? Yeah, yeah. You'll get yeah. better, bro, promise that. I promise that you'll get better, but you need to want it and ask for it. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Uh, now I've just hold on, I've just stopped and I'll start again. So we're just going. So we're I'm doing it on two, but I can only do thirty minutes on each. So I'm just doing another one. So let's start again. So right, Bob, we're in the next thirty minutes uh, yes. of this podcast. Now we'll we'll just we'll go for. I mean, me and you could speak for forever, right? So let's just go for another twenty minutes, half an hour, and we'll we'll. I'm going to give you the second the second part of the the prize that I've got for you, right? This what you're recording right now is not only just going on Green Sunrise Podcast, and by the uh-huh. way, if you're a subscriber, thank you very much. If you're know-how, no, going to get back on it. Uh, but we're also, we've just made a new podcast, right? Uh-huh. And the, pod, the podcast is called Bob. Wow. Right, so there's two podcasts running at this precise moment in time. That's why I was taking a wee, wee bit of time to set up. Uh, I've, I've set up two podcasts. Both of them are ran on Anchor, to be fair. Uh, we will get the video uh, eventually going, and we will you use the... Bob. Did you, no, I thought you called me an anchor there. No, no, uh, definitely not. If, no. Even though, though, I mean, I, I suppose you've been called worst, Bob. Did you call me an anchor? A, an absolute anchor. Absolutely. All right, thanks very much, Bob. An, an absolute, absolute anchor. anchor. Wait, I can accept that. You see your mates, mate. They call you in you want, but they're there for your time. Mate, I, I, exactly. I, I, like I say. My mates have called me what much worse than an anchor. Well, uh, listeners, listeners, the name I gave to my dear friend Paul is different boy. Well, I call him <laughs> a different, different boy. I will accept. Yes. Uh, different, different boy. What? Me, honestly, you've got the memory, you've got the attention span of a newborn puppy. Honestly, and <laughs> the memory of a fly on a windy sill. But I'll tell you one thing, mate. You've got the biggest heart and compassionate heart, mate. Anybody I know, son. Mate, I, I'm regarded as the I'm regarded as the best, the best volunteer that there is. Sorry, shite, the worst <laughs> volunteer I've ever met. The first time I met you, mate, we're doing a tour. It takes twenty minutes to half an hour. It was done in three minutes, and you see, right, Bob, sit down. You know what I mean, do you know what that was like, mate? That's like taking a wean. It was at one primary school, primary three, taking him into another school, dropping him in the class. The school bell goes and he's at the playground, standing there. I took one thumb up my bum, another thumb in my mouth, because that's the way I felt at 48 years of age. The tosser that was the best volunteer had bolted. Oh, yeah. no way. But I'll give you one thing. No you, walked in, you walked into the guys who was running this charity, still do it, and says, you need to meet this guy, Bob. That's what he says to me. I'll never forget that. I did. I did. Do you need me, this guy, Bob? That's I mean, a, I remember that's our first conversation. Worst thing that ever happened to him, honestly. <laughs> I remember our first conversation. You blew my mind with the information. We won't go over that information because that's that's for another podcast. Let's yeah, keep of some of that stuff for the future for future episodes of not only Green Sunrise podcast, but Bob. I mean, you can't just get a, bo- a podcast called Bob, but we just have made one. Bob. No, of course we don't, need, we don't even need to say Bob the podcast. Just say Well, I'm going Bob. to tell you one thing, Rudy. Really. Listen, listen to this, Paul. Listen tell Bob, good. first of all, Bob. It's Bobby. Right. As in B-O-A-B-Y. No Bobby. Right. Bobby. Right. B-O-A-B-Y. B-O-A-B-Y. Right. My proper name's Robert. My Sunday name to the tax man in the polis. Right. Right. No, not that we involved with him. My mother and father called me Bobby, B-O-B-B-Y, right? Bobby, so I wasn't getting called Rab or Bert or anything, right? But I've given myself the name B-O-A-B-Y, a good Scottish Bobby, right? What I'm trying to say to his listeners, see once you get the Bobby in your life, you'll always want the Bobby. Do you know what I mean? That's you will. There's different, things, there's different things in life that's very important. You just pick up the phone and say, I need the Bobby. Do you know what I mean? Aye, that, do you know what? Bobby on demand is the, the Bobby's available twenty four seven, Paul. Right, next, right next up, we've got. Uh, so I, I was reading a couple of comments uh, on Twitter, and there was one I came across. A, a mental health charity or a mental health, and by the way, they, they were actually from Kenya. Believe it or not, but wow. it's not about where they're from. But they, but it was a cracking sign, right? And the sign was. Uh, 
Mental Health Awareness Month, and it says we are sending love to those who, and it says dot dot dot, and there was there was six things, right? So I'm going to start with the first thing, right? Those we are sending love to those who suffer from a mental health issue. What is a mental health issue, Bob? Well, a mental health issue is something that you can't think clarity about. That you don't understand. You think you're different from other people. How's it affecting my life? Depression, anxiety, stress, suicidal thoughts. Mate, dyslexia. I've met people with dyslexia. Do you know what I mean? It affects my ADHD. We could go on and on and on. A mental health issue, mate, is something that affects your well-being on a daily basis that can impair how you function. And this, I'll say this very lightly, as a normal human being, whatever that may be. I think every one in three people may avoid uh, uh, dealing with a mental issue, mate. Especially in the last two years, it's been created for people. Yeah. And it's just going to get worse, son. Yeah. But it's an issue. Everything's an issue in life, mate, if you don't deal with it. If you don't address it. Yeah. We are, we are sending love to those who deal with suicidal thoughts. That is a horrible, dark place to be, mate. Uh, I've spoken about this, mate. Um, a suicidal thought is when you are in that bad a place in your life or that darker place in your life that you think that is the only way out. If I do this, if I take these tablets, and sorry for this, sorry for anybody that's listening, but I'm not caring because it needs to be the shock tactics. And it's got a stand knife ready to cut a vein, it's got a rope ready to hang yourself to cut their throats, to jump in front of a train without paying for the ticket, to jump off a bridge to try and drown herself, to irrationally smash a vehicle they're in. Uh, that, some of it takes thought, Paul, but the only thing that people are thinking is dark place. I can't get this. There's no way out of this, but I'll tell you now. Trust me on this. There is. There is. I need to learn to put the brakes on. Paul, two and a half weeks ago, mate, it was my boys that I don't see in, I've not seen in four years for my marriage, but my boy's 21st. younger cousin says it was his birthday party on the Friday night, mate. And I've learned to let that go in my head. But it obviously affected me, mate. And I thought, wow, I could see myself at the party, sitting in a corner, I could see me enjoying myself. As he's rightly right to do, mate. Do you know what I mean? But his daddy wasn't there. And that affected me, son. And I had a stash of medicine in my cupboard, mate. And I, I told Jesus, I took the fucking lot out, mate. And I was going to cub the lot it. After all this work, mate, and after having I've done, mate, I was going to cub the lot it because I thought, fuck it. And that is the two buttons in life you press, mate. You hit the fuck it button, which was the one I was doing, and there's another button you hit, mate. Mind the big red button that tell you, so you don't touch it. There's a self-destruct button, mate. Do you know what I mean? And then there's the fuck it button. Don't touch them. Don't touch them, mate. It's horrible, pal. Oh, mate. Horrible. <sighs> Bob, so sorry to hear that, mate. It's fucking... It must... That must be so hard. And I know it's a shock to you, son, do you know That's what I mean? I know that, mate, but I had to have the strength, you know what I've done, mate? I had to have the strength to send a message to somebody who's close by me. And I sent him a picture of it. I mean, who who sends a picture of tablets that they're going to hang myself? I'd done that because it was the only way I could do a cry for help, pal. Yeah. 17 oh. minutes later, I didn't know, and this person stays about an hour away from me. Jumped in a taxi, mate, and got right here. And the person spent their last 20 quid, mate. Honestly, yeah. the last 20 quid just to come back to my door to make sure I took the that medicine, mate. That's love and compassion, son. Wow, man. And I'll, I'll be eternally grateful that that person done that. But I had the strength, mate, because I didn't want to. I'm going to greet one. I had the strength, I had the strength mate, to do this. Um, because I know I'm too important to people. You are. I'm important to myself, mate. Why would I go through all this, mate? Why would I oh, fucking hell, man? Why would I do all this work, mate, and 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 help that one person or other people, mate? See if I help. See if one person listens, mate. It makes a difference. Yeah. Well, they're going Bob, to be my. Bob, what would you do different? 
Sorry, mate. What would you do different? If for to, to so say if somebody's going through a certain situation, a similar situation, how would you tell them to combat it mentally, physically, emotionally? What What would you as say? Thing, as a thing, a tradesman, I've got a toolbox. Do you know what I mean? I'm a joint to trade as well, right? I've got tools. I can't do that job without the tools. I can't, mate. It's impossible. Uh, you learn to have your mental health toolbox, it's called. It's, it's, see, when I'm in a negative situation, I get myself out of it. As in listening to some, um, the thoughts about one my boy's birthday party, I get away from that, my remote control. See, if you don't like the shit you're watching, you tell you that reality shit, it starts to aggravate you. You've got the ability to change the channel or switch the thing off, haven't you? It's not as easy with mental health, but that's what your toolbox is. Get out of the negative situation, thinking, doing, do you know what I mean? And get out, get out the bed, get off your couch, get outside and draw fresh air and go for a walk in the park or something. Pick the phone up like I did, send a message to somebody, even if it says help. Do you know what I mean, mate? Yeah. Just get me the fuck out of this environment. Get out of that negative thinking, mate. Everything else in life is positive. Challenge anybody to write down in two A4 bits of paper, write the head in negative and positive. If you're honest with yourself, I bet you can write five negative things down. But see if somebody sits with you and truly asks you to be honest and write positive things, I bet you'd flip the page, mate. I've yep. done it. I've yep. done it, but it took somebody me to tell me that, yep. to try it. And it's true. It's true. You can't see the pity party. Mm-hmm. It doesn't put a negative down. You've got to be honest with the negative things in your life in comparison to the, the positive things. Yeah. Somebody lives in the street, Paul, and it's a horrible place to be, and they've no choice to be there, mate, right? But see, because if I had the strength to wake up and sit outside Greg's at the train station and have the ability, the humility, and to be humble enough to put a cup down there and it says, please help me, I'm hungry. Wow. And he got a hostel. That strength, mate, when they deal with their mental health. Do you know what I mean? And they get two pence, five pence, a pound, or whatever it is, mate. And they sit there. Do you know what I mean? They want help when they're in the deepest, darkest, destitute place in their life. Do you know what I mean? Yep. That's what you need to do. You need to speak to somebody. It doesn't just need to be a GP, mate, or anything like that. You've got to start by speaking to somebody you know. Anybody saying, please help. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what you say, they're not going to judge you. I don't feel well, I feel this, I feel that. They're not going to tell you to fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Everybody feels like that at times, pal. That's life. Everybody feels depression. Depression is the most common one. Everybody feels shit. Everybody argues with their spouse. And to everybody hates their job, everybody hates their minds, everybody makes a fuck up there. Everybody's late, everybody's short of money, can't pay the bills. That's life. You see, when you've got depression, mate, it amplifies the things. Yeah. But believe it or not, mate, I heard a pod, I think one day, by a, a, a great speaker called Wayne Dyer, it turned around and says, depression we bring upon ourselves. People would be listening to us going, absolute shite, how can you say that? But it is, mate. Yeah. If you're in a negative environment, if you're in trouble with money and you're in debt, please sit down and ask somebody to go through the figures with you. Yeah. Or it's a family friend in and say, I just need 20 quid to pull me out in the bus here. I need my fridge full. Yeah. But be honest with them. If you're arguing with your boss and you don't understand what you're doing in the workload too much, you need to speak about it. Yeah. Because if you don't, nothing will be done about it. That's the difference in mental health, mate. It's so hard to address that, but you've got to have your mental health toolbox, mate, to get you on your way. No matter what it is, my coping strategy and my toolbox is different for somebody else's, mate, but it's still getting to that goal, isn't it? Yep. It's still getting to it. So a mechanic fixes your car, mate, doesn't he? To yep. get you back on the road. Yep. Do you know what I mean? I hang doors. My things I see, I hang them, you bang them. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It's just my toolkit's different from somebody else's toolkit. But when you use your toolkit, it makes a difference. It makes the person's life yep. easier. Do you know what I mean? So when you're working with your own mental health kit, mate, it does make your own life easier. But it's very difficult to find that one, mate. But it's, your toolbox is called coping mechanisms. Do you yep. know what I mean? 
It's a coping mechanism with your toolboxes. We... Some of my tools need sharpened up, mate. Do you know what I mean? Because there's the stages I'm lacking on. Yeah. My, motiv- my, my motivation. I'm, mate, it's, it's 10 o'clock today and I'm still lying in my pit. I got up at 6 o'clock every day, mate, because I want routine in my head. Yep. But I wake up, mate. It's half past 11 and I've done 10 different things, mate, and no, no finish one task. Yep. It's just the way your head is, pal. Yeah, I get that. We, we are sending love to those who feel misunderstood by society. Why are they misunderstood, mate? They're misunderstood, mate, because there's so much ignorance about mental health. Mental health is a big carpet in the middle of the room that you pick up and sweep underneath it. People don't realise the impact of mental health, but in football, sport, workplaces, construction sites, office places, mental health awareness is getting more and more, but it needs to be publicised. But I'm afraid to say, and I might be contradicting what I'm saying, Remember, with pharmaceuticals, mate, there's more, there's more money in prevention than there is in cure. Yeah. Um, there's a tsunami coming. I told a consultant psychologist this, psychiatrist when I was in the hospital. I said, you know something? This was me on the way out of the hospital. I said, you know something, doctor? You have got a tsunami, worldwide, global tsunami of mass proportion coming to you. She yeah. says, no, it's already here. I says, oh, no, him. We're busting, it seems, as he's saying, you have no chance to deal yep. with us. Do you know what I mean? No chance. Mate, I'm telling you now, man, it's, it's frightening what's coming, mate. Bob, I'm going to give you this this next one, and then I'm going to, I'm going to leave the room, but I'm going to let you fire on. I'll be, I'll be back in two wee seconds, but I want you to carry on. And I'm going to ask you this question. I've got two more, in fact, I've got two more questions. In fact, three uh, we yep. are sending love to those who feel alone in their suffering. Oh man, um, the reason people, and that's a lovely thing. And I'll tell you one thing: thank you to the people that done that. I'm sending love out to the people. I don't know he's but it is possible you love somebody, mate. You feel the love for somebody because you feel that pain. Being alone is the worst thing in the world. We've all had stages and sometimes you want to be alone or sometimes you want time to yourself. Um, I spent too much time with myself. But what happens to me and my this, this diagnosis I've got is with my emotions is I need to be around people. I need to be around people because I need to feel worth. I need to feel acknowledgement. I need to be part of a group. But I'm afraid unfortunately with the way things are and I, I never realised to this when I got diagnosed this two years ago I asked for information and I read it wow man it's 10 boxes and I had a box tick 20 I've seen that trait in my life all my days I disengage with people you can go out about and then that company thriving for that company in the afternoon when I've got the courage to go back out the door maybe in the park and meet somebody up it can be a wee while later and then boom, my brain just shuts down completely for and I just think, nah, I need one more again. But that's a choice I make because I don't want to sit there any longer and then feel as if that person's talking, I'm not listening, which has happened a lot. Alone time. Yeah. You're alone, you're alone in your own head. I mean, your head's in a mess with mental health. Oh my God, man. That has been on a roller coaster in your head. You're the only person on it. It's the fastest one, the one where it makes loops. It throws you upside down. It throws your thoughts left, right, sideways. You have no control on that. And the more you try to fight it, the faster and faster it goes. Don't be alone on that roller coaster because you're not going to enjoy it. We, We are sending love to those who are scared to speak up. What is there to be frightened about people, really? What is there to be scared about? Scared about what? Telling people that this is the way you feel. That's the biggest problem, Paul. That's the biggest problem, listeners, as well, that people don't turn around. People don't turn and say that you need to help. People don't turn and say, well, why is my behaviour this? People don't turn and say, please, please, please help me. Tell me I need to go to the A. Tell me I need to deal with, with uh, substances. Please tell me why I'm deceiving everybody. Please tell me why I'm hiding for the world. Please help me. 
Oh, that's a Syrian pub. That is a Syrian. You need help. You need to want to help. You truly do. What? Why should? Why should you? Why should you be afraid of what people will think? Maybe people don't understand because nobody spoke to them before. Maybe, maybe they've got issues and they're terrified to talk about. What is that? About judgment? Who's got a right to judge you? Because you're not feeling well, mate. Because you feel shit. Because you feel as if you don't want to be here. If you say that to somebody, I'm sorry for swearing here, but you would need to be a stone cold, heartless bastard not to listen to what that person got to say. Because yeah. if you kind of read the pain and body language for them, what they're saying to you in a desperate situation, and you've got the ignorance to walk away from that, God forbid that person never has that herself. We are sending love to those who are in therapy. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I got a phone call yesterday for psychological therapies to see if I was um, a possible candidate, it says, to be able to speak at the 31st of this month on a 10-screen, split-screen talking group. Um, through speaking to the guy, that was about dealing with the here and now. I mean, I spoke about the then and now. Yep. Um, I spoke to him about what was going on. I've got auditory and visual hallucinations, which I've never had before. My emotions are jumping everywhere. Do you know what he turned to the station? He said, Bob, don't take this all away because I don't want it to, to, to have an adverse thought, an adverse can, uh, reaction to your thoughts and your emotions, please. But I don't think you're ready for this talking group now, therapy. I've not been in therapy for six years when I used to stay up in a different place in North Lanarkshire. I used yeah. to see somebody every week. I've not had that, mate. But I'm, I'm not saying I don't want to do it. I do want to do it, mate, because why should I not, Paul? It's for free, mate. The only person that wants that therapy is me. Yeah. She said the love it to somebody that's in therapy. That means that you've came away from that place. You've put your hand up and says, I need help. You've no bother to a stigma. You've no worried about what people are going to think. You're not alone anymore. All the stuff that's been said for this podcast, you're no enemy hurts. Headings now, or they categories you've actually managed to get a place. You're at your bed, you're at the house, you've got structure, you've actually went to see somebody. See anybody in therapy, Paul, have took 20 bags of sugar out of that rucksack, Paul, because they're at a stage in their life that somebody, some healthcare professional, psychologist, whatever they may be, CBT, is actually listening and thought this person has made progress, but we're going to help them. He or she, we're going to help them. Do you know what I mean? Because I'll tell you one thing, mate. It doesn't matter what colour, creed, race, or religion you're. If you've got £2 in your back or £20 million, mate. Fucking mental health. Somebody speaking to you, that's a compassionate. There's no... There's no category in for that, mate. No. Therapy is a way forward because therapy is about speaking. But I'll tell you one thing, you see what we've done in the last half an hour? That's yep. therapy. Yep. Hour, that's therapy, mate. Yeah, big time. Speaking well, about it in a garden benches therapy, on a bus to somebody, on a phone to somebody. Yeah, people people need to be people need to be aware of the power that they have just from opening up a conversation to somebody. The power of the spoken word, Paul. Yeah. Power of the spoken word, mate. If people don't speak about it, if people you watch a film, mate, the only reason you watch a film because there's dialogue. Yep. You know what I mean? They see if it's a good movie, you enjoy it. Do you yep. know what I mean? It's yeah. the exact same. If you talk about your mental health, you're going to get something out of that. Yeah. You're going to get something. See if you're watching that film and you don't like what they're saying, you disengage for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it doesn't matter. See, when you've got mental health, sometimes it doesn't come out in an order, pal. It comes out of other place. See, see, see when you're watching the, the, the lottery and the numbers are coming out, mate, right? The big numbers. That machine there is all the wee boys popping up in it. Randomly yeah. going everywhere. That's what my head feels like. And I bet you, I bet you, eighty percent of the listeners that's listening in, or the ones that subscribe is listening to you, Paul. And the listeners is it's is going to subscribe. I know you It's like their thoughts are jumping about, not not in any order. And then it's the next thing. It doesn't come out in any order. Mm-hmm. You see, whatever one comes out, you need to address it. And you need to deal with. It. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's about getting that. Some of it, sometimes, mate, the balls will settle down. My head feels like a multi story car park full of wee motors and they're all crashing into each other, but guess who's fucking driving them? Me? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just 
Yeah, it's true, but, but it's just sometimes your, your brain feels like a buzzing beehive. Do you know what I mean, mate? And nothing makes sense. But see, when you're going to that stage, mate, you're in therapy there and you're making progress with your mental health, the bees disappear, mate. The cars all start going into car parts. Do you know what I mean? And the boss all settle down a bit. Yeah. That's up, mate. But being truthful, honest with you, it, it comes back and comes back comes back all the time, mental health, but it's, you've actually had a breathing space time. The sugar bags of sugar are off your shoulders. Do you know what I mean? You're in a better place because there's people to speak to. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, they, see when you bump into somebody, how you doing? Oh, I've still got my sear leg. My sear back. They meet you a couple of days later. How you doing, big? Oh, my sear back. Then the next thing, the person's walking up, sees you coming down with your sear back, and they're like, fuck him. I'm going to ask him how he is. He's going to see my sear back. See when you speak to somebody about better health, you see how you get on. Don't say, I okay. You say, do you know something? I'm better. I'm better than I was yesterday. Do you know what I mean? I've managed to do this. I've managed to do that. That person will walk away because they know you're in a bad place. Think to yourself, well done. They'll sit and then go to themselves. I need to sort myself out a bit because if they can manage to do that, I need to get myself in check. Yep. So it's about the ripple effect, Paul. Yeah, man. When I tried to when I tried to take my life the first time with a massive overdose, it affects your closest person to you, then your family, then your outer friends, your work colleagues, blah blah blah. See when I I'm getting better on my feet. My dear mother phones her every day to see how you're doing, so I'm a sister. Terrified to pick the phone up. My mummy done it one time, she said, hey son, I said, mum, back the word, been in for two days. She went, oh no. I says, don't panic mum, I'm in here because I had to come in. Aye. I had the strength to come in, she's right, that's good son. I'm proud of you, you had the strength to do that. What's the reason why? You were in, and I spoke to my mum about it openly. I says, mum, please don't worry. No, no, I'm better that you says you're in and you've had the strength to do it. Yep. That takes a lot of work, Paul. Do you know what it's like, mate? Listen to us, listeners. We get in our own boat. I might look and see the water starts to chop you right, boom, through in the water. You see the light on the beach, don't you? And you say, fuck it, I'll get to that. Know what I mean? Because everybody swims. You've got a choice, sink or swim. See me, you, Paul, anybody, see anybody that's, anybody know yourself, but see anybody that doesn't seem to have mental health issues in their life, right, and not suffering really bad, they all swim. It's a tough swim. See me, and you want to get to that shore, so do I, mate. But see, the harder I swim, the bigger the waves get, mate. See, the mere determined I'm at get to the end of that fucking beach, mate, to safety. Mental health, depression, anxiety, issues, abuse, you name it across the board, puts lead weights on your ankles, mate. But I'll tell you one thing, you keep swimming. Because see that shore, mate, that's the place that you're standing firm on the ground. You don't, see, if you don't want to drown, mate, and you want to swim, you're a survivor. Yep. Do you know what I mean, pal? Yep. You keep swimming and keep swimming. Do you know what you do? You lift your left leg and fucking batter the weights off your right leg. You start beating it, mate. Do you know what I mean? Trust right. me, mate. My cousin phones me, texts me, say, how you doing, cuz? And I say, still swimming. Good and she texts me back, well, at least you're still swimming. That's what matters. And then she texts me, hi, cuz. Sending love is your head above the water. How beautiful is that, Paul? Ah, oh, mate, absolutely, again, absolutely again, amazing. Well, again, we go back to the start. Somebody sending you just that text, and I'm no phone in her back like the help, the tilt, head tilters. You know, you see coming again. We see her fucking leg. We see her back. I just text her back, still swimming. She she's head above the water, and I'll say correct. And that makes her feel better, mate. Ah, One simple wee text makes a massive difference to me, but she's got love in her heart, the mother of work, the mother of chaos, just to text you. I wonder how her go is. Right, and gonna, that's a lovely thing. It's beautiful. I'm gonna, we're going to finish this. I'm, 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 I want to, because I want to get it all right on so we can get the time in. So this will last, last for, this episode lasts for 60 minutes. Thank you, Bob. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to cut it off, and I want to say to you, thank you so much yet again for coming on. Not only Green Sunrise, but obviously starting your own podcast, which you didn't even know was happening. I'm going to, I'll go and run that for you. Uh, but we will talk more in the future about that. Listen, uh, thank listen, you guys for listening in as well. Oh, and the listeners, you don't need to thank me, mate. Do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, how how bad is it that you can't get your time up, mate? Do you know what I mean? We've only been talking on the phone, pal, haven't we? Yeah. We've only been speaking about the truth. 
So anybody, please subscribe to what Paul's doing. I need to thank Paul for the time he puts. I know the massive effort he's put into this. The huge effort he's put in it. He's stopped what he's doing for the day to do this. Listeners, you have managed to stop what you are doing for the day and listen because you know this is important. So please sign up to Paul. Please subscribe. Please come on and listen to Bob because once you get a Bobby in your life, you'll always want a Bobby. Yes, that's a smiling. Thank you. Smiling. Turn the frown upside down. Thank you, mate. That's it. Um, thank you so much, Bob, again. Right, and I'll speak to you soon, buddy. All right, speak to you. Thank you, mate. Love you, man. Love you. Cheers, mate. Bye bye.